Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What a tune, Peter. You know this, of course. Well, apparently Ollie's at the wheel, isn't he? That's why I'm playing this one. Uh, what's the score? We've had Chelsea... Was it Chelsea nil, Man United 2? Yeah. Oh, they're really in that top four challenge, aren't they now? We'll have to see how it goes. Anyway, there we go. So we're back. We're back in the room. It's the latest episode. League One and League Two. Third episode of the night. Third episode of the night. If we start panting middle of the way through, it's partly because Russ has been running up the stairs again. Yet and again. Partly because again. it's the third episode of the night. <laughs> we are we are cracking through these episodes. It's just an exciting time of the season. I've got to say, Peter, I'm pretty impressed that we're both sounding relatively sober. We've got an awful lot of shit to talk. We shouldn't have started <laughs> at midday, should we? <laughs> anyway. So League One and League Two, the reviews. We're going to sift through. Don't forget this one. the National League and the National League. A quick word on that as well before we finish. I was thinking the Isthmian Premier as well. <laughs> marvelous. Who do you think is going to win the Isthmian Premier? Worthing, obviously. <laughs> Carl Rushworth's in goal, you know. Um, Isthmian League or Dr. Martins, as Nigel Clough quoted it. This Dr. Isthmian League. A couple of weeks ago. Dear oh dear. Is he really calling it that? Anyway. League One and League he Two. He probably still talks about the, jo- the Johnston's paint trophy. <laughs> well, or the Milk Cup, indeed. Um, anyway, we're in League One now, and we're talking about the challenge for promotion. We've got another... We talked about West Brom being a yo-yo team. How about Rotherham? They are the defini- def- absolute definition of it. There's some... I'd say there's a lot more interesting teams to talk about at Rotherham at the top, actually, because there's uh, you know, the likes of Coventry and Wickham and that sort of thing we'll come to, but... Rotherham, I'm thinking probably will be okay. I think they'll probably do it this year. They've they've, they've got a team that a team of players I think have been there, done it before because they've been up and down quite a lot. They've they've got solid, solid 
yeah, bassist. I like Paul Warren. He's they struggled. Yeah, he's yeah. taken him up before, and they struggled yeah. early on, maybe a little bit when they haven't gone down, and then they're, they're doing pretty well now. So I think they'll take one of promotion places personally. Yeah. Well, they're they're on fifty seven points from fifty one. Uh, from thirty one, yeah, the, the league, league one <laughs> is obviously a little bit yeah. more, a, lot, a little bit more difficult than most leagues because mm. some teams haven't played, weren't supposed to play. Bit the fixtures were done when Berry were in the league. So yeah. Some teams have got a game in hand because they weren't supposed to have played Berry by now, whereas other teams. And there's were, an issue, isn't there? About and then also Bolton mm. have still got games to catch up, I think, as well, where they've, they've not played. Mm. And then also the cup as well. Any team who's gone further in the cup has yeah. not had the weeks off, so they've, had, right. they've got games to catch so up. It's always a weird so division. Quite a big, yeah. Division, division in terms of the uh, between the number of players, <laughs> number of number of players, number yeah. of teams yeah. who've got who've, the games they've played. So we got we got maybe Rotherham. I am a little bit pissed. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Hepcats, you know, a grey beard. Anyway, Rotherham fifty-seven from thirty-one, Coventry fifty-seven from thirty. Um, Wickham have been in the top two pretty much all Wickham, season. Wickham have dropped away a little bit recently, they're, but one again, I think it did Bolton on the weekend. They did. They're a point behind Coventry, but they've got a vastly inferior goal difference yeah. as well now. So. The, yeah, the, obviously the odds are in the If you're that managers of the season and in, mm. involved, then I would say Gareth yeah. Ainsworth must be up yeah. there. I mean, Wickham have been a, a bottom end League One, top yeah. end League Two team for uh, ever since they've been in the football they, league. Really, they've had no I think when they first came in, they were lower end League Two, but then since then they've been league top end League Two, bottom end League One. Yeah, yeah, old old, old no, versions, Division Two, no and discernible, discernible results. So there's no no real yeah. ever thought they mm. would get championship, yeah. and he's put them into a team. He's built. One of the, the longest serving manager in the football league now is he? I think he's that. Yeah, yeah, I think he is. Longest. I think he is now, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. Now Morecambe lost Ben. Left Bentley's left Morecambe. I yeah. think he is the longest ever, yeah. and he has done a phenomenal job there. He's turned them into yeah. a team. Yes, they're not doing as well as they were. They were a bit further clear at one point, but they are. They are doing them had an amazing season. Speaking and even if they just sneak the playoffs, they've had an incredible season. And once you get there, who knows? Speaking of long-serving managers, just to quickly go back to the Albion, Graham Potter is in, I think, about halfway through. It's ridiculous, Halfway up the it? managers list of longest-serving after, what is it, about seven months? It's Absolutely ridiculous. ridiculous. It's, anyway. Yeah, it's, it's what we saw with Hewton as well, though. Yeah, it, does, yeah. it does happen. but yeah. And I think he helped, was helped by the fact that he was the first summer... Hmm. We, we acted very quickly in the summer so I think he's like the if he's not the first he's like the second of the summer editions yeah. so he's already by definition beaten about seven or eight of them already by Daz yeah. well, but still it's, it's ridiculous well Peter you and I along with about another 11 others are in a WhatsApp group doing a competition you pick two teams and a player every weekend and um, I found this division League One the most entertaining but I've also found it the most fruitful for mm. picking teams Loads of goals, loads of good games. Loads of, yeah, <laughs> whoever's playing South End, yeah. Well, I didn't pick Coventry the week and only got two goals. Yeah. Um, which is a bit kind of careless. Of it's them. been an entertaining division. We've got Rotherham, Coventry, Wickham, we've mentioned. Peterborough in fourth place, just a point behind uh, Wickham. Uh, very high scorers, they've got. Plus twenty six goals. Peter already always score a lot of goals. Got Even when they go down, they score a lot of goals. Yeah, they've got the best goal difference in the entire division by two. Um, I think they're the only team that's managed to get relegated from the championship with fifty three points, which yeah. is quite some achievement. No doubt, scoring loads of goals along the way. I think um, they did, yeah. But they've they've they're one of those weird teams. They had Issa, they had um, Tony, and they had goals Madison. from midfield with Madison. They've well, Tony's still there. The other two. Uh, one sold Madison. Madison. He's the other guy that went to Hull. Yeah. yeah. So Madison went to Hull. Issa ended up on the bench, and Tony was injured for a couple of games. He's also now in the middle of a two-match suspension. Um, 
and they've just reinvented themselves yeah. in the season. They've brought a couple of players in. They brought in um, Schmodix and Schmodix and Taylor De- from Barnet. Taylor who, and Dembele. And, Jack, yeah. Taylor, Jack Taylor, isn't it? Yeah, the from Barnet. And there's two young young Taylors that work, work at Barnet, and there's um, yeah. So they're very similar to Brentford, aren't they? They just keep bringing in yeah, players, yeah. developing. Well, I mean, look at the players over the years they've developed, like Mikael Smith, Boyd. Uh, uh, what's his name? McLean. There's another striker more recently who Tomlin, they. Tomlin, didn't they? Tomlin, but there was another striker more recently who they sold for a lot of money. Uh, uh, who was at Forest and now at Middlesbrough at Sombolonga. Oh, yeah. Was at Peterborough, wasn't he, do, at one do, point? Do. Wasn't he? Wasn't he? Didn't he start it? Yeah, I think so. I think well, not start, right. but he, he was at Peterborough for a yeah. while. So um, they, they're, they're an enigma for me, Peterborough. I, the weird thing is, listening to. Not the Top 20 podcast, which is an excellent podcast, by the way. It's been going a few years now, about four or five years. Ali Maxwell and George Alec, they've, they, um, they've got themselves onto Five Live, Quest Football League highlights, all sorts of stuff. Um, because they do an excellent podcast, very comprehensively, covering the whole of the division. And um, it's a brilliant podcast. And what they... T- Sorry, I'm just having a look at some details here about Forest Middlesbrough. All, all sorts. A Sombolonga. He's the man, he's the man. I was confirming that I was right. Yeah, that's, that's fine, yeah. Just confirmation, Peter was right. <laughs> but, um, I wouldn't anyway. have shown you if I was wrong. <laughs> anyway, those guys are not the, not the top 20 podcast. It's an excellent podcast. And apparently it was running when we got promoted. But I didn't listen to it back then. I've actually downloaded and yet to listen to back episodes to find out what they were saying at the time. Anyway, they've, they've done well for themselves. But what they've been saying, and they, they, they know their stuff, is that Peterborough, even though... They're very high scoring. They're not always that attractive to watch, which is a bit of a paradox, isn't it? I suppose you can always get the ball wide and just hit into the box or play yeah. it along and aim to, and have players who can be who can score goals. I mean, there's no reason just because you you score goals that you have to be like playing it around and mm. playing like you know Ajax total football that sort of true, thing. You know, true. It's, but they, the two they, don't have to go together. They often do. Yeah, I agree, but there's no reason why they have to. But it's an attractive fixture when you look at Peterborough playing. You think, oh, Peterborough, yeah. Peterborough, and in this competition oh. we're playing, I constantly pick. I, I would say the two more interesting ones are ones below them: Sunderland and Portsmouth, because yeah. they they've both had lost in the playoffs last year, had difficult starts of the season. Maybe they weren't doing as well as they thought they would. Sunderland got taken over by Parkinson. Obviously, has done really. The team's done a really good job and got them up into the top six. And Portsmouth, under Kenny Jacket still, I think, as far as I'm aware, have mm. recovered having lost in the playoffs last year. Yeah. And they've moved up. And, and they're both they, looking pretty good now. Didn't Pompey, I know they lost recently, but they previous to that, I think they broke their winning streak record. Yeah, club, they've club, been on a very club, good run. Something like seven, seven or eight straight so, wins. There are like teams who, so they're, they're both teams who have come from a long way back and are, and are now yeah. kind of like you know from mid-table if I think Portsmouth are like bottom six at one speaking point speaking of which Ipswich are the the team below Portsmouth the opposite the first team beyond the playoff spaces just one point behind Portsmouth two points behind Sunderland they were top of the table earlier in the season for most of the I mean they've been top two for most of the season they've had a terrible slump for a number of yeah, weeks there was, a, there was a Ipswich fan in the pub down below uh, in, the, in the room below uh, when I came in this evening, he was talking about this, lamenting how their season fell apart and they might get up via the playoffs, but it's going to be that at best. For a team like Ipswich, they should be pushing top yeah. two, shouldn't they? Oh, they should be top two, top two in that division. There's a few who should be there yeah. as well. With due respect to Rotherham, another yeah. great club, really nice fans. But if you've got a club of that size at the top, yeah. Ipswich should be saying we should be there Actually, as well. Actually, Sunderland as well. And Sunderland, yeah. Sunderland, to be fair, and the Parkinson yeah. have been on that sort of form. Yeah. I'd say the interesting one are who I'd say are. Uh, 
considering another one I consider should be manager of the season consideration is Mark Robbins because Coventry obviously are playing at Birmingham they're not playing home games in Coventry yeah. and yet he's somehow got them into the top two and, and I mean if they draw their game in hand on on um, on on Rotherham they will be top and that is a you could have handed it to the man you you give me an incredible job you're basically not playing at home I know they're not a lot nearer to their home than hmm. their than um, and they've gone under the radar because and you, they've only the, been top two for a few weeks so they, they, they've moved two. up yeah hmm. and it's interesting because there was like fans saying that when they play Birmingham at home in the cup they wouldn't go but then the replay they would go because it's an away hmm. game and. That yeah. sort of thing. And it's well, it was good, the Coventry-Birmingham game in the Cup, that Birmingham got the draw and took them back to, oh, yeah. the same place. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and the interesting but one outside the playoffs at the moment, I would say, is Fleetwood, I mean, who won at... Yeah. They won at someone quite... Yeah, they won 2-1 two, two away at... Um, I thought they won one well, at Wickham um, recently. Or that something. was it, yeah, they yeah. beat Wickham. When yeah. they had a player sent off and Joey Barton also, you know, Joey Barton got sent off. Really? He got into yeah, trouble with Joey it's Barton? It's hard to believe, I know, I that Joey Barton it. got in trouble, but... I think they had a player sent off. I think Joe Chev Evans was sent off, and then Joey Barton was also sent off. Or, Chad Evans, that or maybe Joe Barton was sent off this weekend, and Chad Evans was sent off last weekend. Chad Evans, that other man of the people, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Allegedly, no, you're, you're right. Fleetwood are an interesting case because, first of all, they have spent a lot of money. They're one who spent yeah. I mean, significant they, money. They, on they, the they ruffled a few feathers, I think, Salford yeah. style when they went up from the National League. One of the teams they? I haven't been to in the Football League. Yeah, same here. The 92 club. Ah, damn you, Fleetwood. But nice little ground. Well run. I think they've got a lot of stuff right. They have spent a bit of money, but not too badly. And I think they've spent big on wages and the likes of Evans yeah, and that yeah, sort of thing. Yeah. They spent quite and, big wages. And they're, they're pushing at the right end of League One. Yeah. This was a team that's had no history in, in the Football League. Yeah, so I've, only, to, I've only been to keep it to go to a cafe on the way somewhere else. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's madness, really. But... Uh, I mean, we'll see what happens. Money does buy you a lot, though. I mean, but I think they have spent quite a lot of wages and that sort of Barton thing. Barton is massively objectionable. I can't stand yeah, the I mean, man. He's, he's eating trial, isn't he, for yeah, whatever happened against Barnsley last season. Yeah, the previous Barnsley manager yeah. was allegedly assaulted. Yeah. Um, we won't go into that, but I mean, I think he's yeah. still ongoing, yeah. isn't it, that, I yeah. think. And so. below them are Doncaster, who are another team that's reasonable size club for that division yeah. they fluctuate a lot I mean to be fair they're another one who are reasonable size for League 1 but aren't really big enough yeah. for the championship but so. James Coppinger is in his 110th season yeah. at Derby uh, at I mean, Doncaster I'm, I'm to be honest Doncaster rated fact is the amazing thing is that Billy Sharp scored the other week and I thought he was dead after Doncaster played us in the league and he got I thought mm. murdered by Lewis Dunk wasn't it yeah, yeah, that that's tackle right. yeah. if you believe Doncaster owner and uh, manager and that sort of thing at yeah. the time um, we've got Gillingham in 10th they're still they're, they're on 46 they're 7 the interesting one are Oxford who seem to have dropped down a just bit just below yeah they're below they've, Gillingham they've lost a couple of players to Brentford I think in the, the window and bought a few players in but they've, they've, they've dropped down a bit so they were right in the top 6 at one point one of, one of the two not, not the uh, top 20 guys is an Oxford fan George Alec and I mean he was he was trying to understate how well they're doing but ultimately they did do very well and it, it's surprising and a bit disappointing because they seem a likeable club They've dropped so far down, so they're down to 11th there. I thought they played really well against Newcastle. They yeah. Very unlucky. Oh, yeah, they're very unlucky. In the cup. They're a point below Gillingham. Gillingham, of course, a massive... Oh, no, not a massive club. They've got a massive manager. That was it. <laughs> no offence, Steve Evans, but you are a big lad. Anyway, um, Oxford below them. Burton, another team in yellow, like Oxford. Nigel Clough, back there. Great story, I think. he's. Still... Jamie Murphy seems to be getting goals up there. Jamie Murphy, yeah. yeah. He scored something like three and two or three yeah. and three. Really pleased him. He was always one of those players in the promotion season I, who not... you could genuinely rely on. There was no kind of like, kind of airs yeah. and graces, no kind of like, you know, bigging it up. He just... 
got on with the, his job and when he was where yeah, wherever he was playing, whichever side, wherever he's yeah. played, he just got on with it and did a really good job and he wasn't already quite good enough to step up, but yeah. I, I yeah, he was a he was a big part of that promotion. I was really well, impressed with him. Friend of the show, Robin, hello Robin. Uh he's a big fan of Murphy. He said he was underrated. I think time. he probably I was. Think he was wasn't but it? I think possibly he would have struggled in Premier League if he'd got mm. the chance, that sort of thing. But certainly in championship he was a big part of that promotion mm. team and and a big part of the team who almost got promoted the year before, having come from being bottom, yeah. foot, bottom three before. So. But you, you've got to love a club called Burton, uh, Burton with their nickname, yeah. haven't you? The Brewers. Yeah. What a proper, proper football club it, that it, is. That area definitely smells of beer, <laughs> which is not necessarily a bad thing. Well, they're hopping from division to division. <laughs> oh, sorry. They're sorry. not anymore. They're stuck in League <laughs> One. Yeah. Uh, Brist- That's a very beering joke. Uh, terrible, wasn't it? Uh, Bristol Rovers, another club who I sort of quite like. There's lots of clubs I quite like. Bristol Rovers, they seem to balance like, out the hatred of Leeds and Villa <laughs> yeah. and Sheffield Wednesday. It's to counterbalance it, yeah. And Palace, obviously. But they're quite, they're quite affable. They seem. I like the fact they're the smaller club in Bristol. Last time I went to Bristol Rovers was on the way back from Cardiff in the uh, in the league, <laughs> and they lost to Barrow in the FA Cup. Oh dear. They, well, they were not very happy about. I, I stayed in Bristol Rovers territory after we won the playoff final against Bristol City, and I was staying in the house of a Bristol City fan Popular. who wasn't at the game. Uh, he, he couldn't get a ticket but he uh, he took a bedroom it, for you he, yeah he, he took it in good grace and I I woke up in a, a moat somewhere uh, but uh, yes no no it was it was it was good times um, Bristol was nice I like Bristol Rovers they're, they're okay but they've I mean the, the post Daryl Clark era has been a bit topsy-turvy they're in lower mid-table they, they, they had a really good run they got towards like, just outside the playoffs yeah. and they lost their manager Coughlin to Mansfield I think they had to move back up yeah, he dropped down. So I don't know division, who their manager today. is now. He dropped a division. I don't know who Bristol Rovers' manager is now, but um, gone out of my head. I do know, but I've forgotten who, who it is. While you're looking I'm just going to Google it while we're discussing it. Because yeah. googling online, this is literally live. live. Isn't, isn't it stylish? Isn't it professional? While you're doing that, I'm going to say Accrington get... Stanley. Peter. Who are they? There we go. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. They're they're looking safe. They are sixteen points clear of trouble. And yet, they are not troubling the promotion places. I mean, to be fair, that's fine. They'll be happy with that one. They ben Garner, apparently. Ben Garner, OK. Never heard of him. Yeah, fair enough. So, Brist- Bristol Rovers, Accrington, Lincoln. A mate of mine is a Lincoln fan. They're very much mid-table. Lincoln are obviously... What, what they're doing, it's Appleton, isn't it? Michael Appleton. Um, they're just absorbing the post-Cowley era, aren't they, really? So, nothing more to be said on that matter. And they've gone up twice in, like, three seasons or yeah. two seasons. So mid-table and clear of relegation is fine for yeah, them. Yeah, it's lower mid-table, but they're clear of relegation. They had a start that kind of got them carried away, but I think yeah. there was always... Yeah, and below them, another point down of Blackpool. I mean, I'm just very delighted Blackpool have got rid of the Oyston clan. They've also now got rid of Grayson as well. Yeah, and he got sacked, sacked recently. Week, a bit harsh, maybe. Lower mid-table, yeah. it's a bit, you know, what do you expect at this stage? Give it time, let things grow. But... I mean, ultimately, they're... Another one had a good start and kind of got carried away with yeah. it. And then... But, I mean, they're 14 points clear of relegation. They're not going to trouble the promotion places. Would you just stop with him, giving him the season? I suppose they'd, they'd say, well, we didn't really think he was doing the right job, so... We'd give someone else the chance. It's a good chance to, to get yeah, someone yeah. else in when we're not really under pressure yeah. either way, but... Shrewsbury... I wouldn't have sacked him, personally. They, they've done very well against Liverpool's, um, Liverpool's uh, yeah, children. Yeah, um, a couple of years ago, they had a really good run and got to the playoffs and almost got promotion, but... The last two years they struggled a bit, and I think they—I can see them going down longer term, but not this year. One quick thing about I think the bottom three will go down this year. One quick thing about Shrewsbury—I remember them singing once, "You're gay and you know you are." 
while we were standing in Game Meadow, and I thought there was something ironic about that. Anyway, but all in all... See, that's, that's what Alan's Rice Lecture was talking about. <laughs> it's so ironic. Um, <laughs> Don't you think? To be fair, Shrewsbury fans in general are fine, I think. Uh, I have quite enjoyed it down in Shrewsbury. Yeah. Last time I went there was in the Johnston's Paint Trophy. We won on penalty with Grant Holt missing the uh, crucial kick for them. I went to that game as well. I didn't know you then, did I? No. Yeah, so. We could have been standing next to each other, Peter. Imagine the irony of it all. Anyway, <laughs> there we go. So, when, after Shrewsbury, 35 points, we are talking bottom six. This is where the action occurs. Right, I'm going to tell Reminder you... Reminder, only three down now. Yes, exactly. Three down because of, of course, Barry's demise. Uh, so we've got a 23-team division. Bottom six is Bolton on 11. This is obviously largely due to points production. They are 19 points adrift of safety. Um, the goal difference is better. Uh, that's, oh, no, it's not. No, it's not. It's much worse. So, yeah, because they lost quite a lot of games. Yeah. So, no, it's worse, not as worse than South Ends. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I mean, if they're aiming for second bottom, they'd be okay. Yeah, Bolton could get second bottom. Breaking news. Uh, they're on 11. Well, effectively third bottom. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I suppose so. Yeah, they're, they're on 11 from 20, 29. Southend have 16 from 31, which arguably is worse, isn't it, really? I mean, it is worse, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's not They've two less and drawn one. They're so, 14 yeah. points from safety, which is effectively 15 points because of goal difference. I think it's safe to say we know two of the two of the three yeah. teams that are going down. I think we probably know three, to be honest. Tranmere yeah. have been done okay and then dropped significantly. Yeah, Tranmere went up last season. They went up to the playoffs, but then yeah. lost their best striker, Norwood, Norwood to, to Ipswich. Ipswich yeah. Who then um, got injured and can do his, so, his best for them. So, so Tranmere, so Tranmere are, yeah, I they're think seven they're, clear of Southend, but they are five behind Wimbledon. And they have a pitch with barely any actual grass on it. Exactly. Um, I, yeah, I think those three will go. They've down. got a game in hand on Wimbledon. Wimbledon have a if better goal. If you're terrible difference. at bottom, you don't. Your games in hand don't often matter yeah, that much. Yeah. I, I, I just don't see. Yeah, I think that. The, I think the, the fact they three could get drop. caught by Southend isn't good, is it? Really? Good yeah. I think the bottom three will drop. Yeah. Personally. If anybody does slip, it'll be Wimbledon. They're on thirty. Rochdale on thirty-three. This is a team. Don't forget that have spent nearly all of their entire football life in the bottom tier yeah. of the football league. This is great, isn't it? They're, they're looking likely to survive. Brilliant. And MK Dons, goal who difference ahead of them, who we hate, franchise FC. Wimbledon would like to get above them. They're only three points difference. They've both got minus nine. So if Wimbledon caught them on points, they'd overtake them on goal difference if that happened now. You know, yeah. I'd, yeah, who cares? Who cares? I, I personally think... just wish nothing but ill to MK Dons. They are, yeah, yeah. and nothing but good to AFC Wimbledon. And in the meantime, that's my personal opinion. Having been through what we went through with the ground there, sort of thing, I think any any proper football fan should wish nothing but ill to MK Dons and nothing but good to AFC Wimbledon. Yeah, yeah, Peter, I totally agree with you. And I might just raise another glass, yet another one, to you on that matter. Right, that deals with League One. Uh, one proper team, one fake team that should have never existed. Absolutely. 100%. However, just quickly on that matter, great away day out when we took, how many was it? 7,000 to, yeah. Well, I thought folklore added on 1,000 yeah. every time you tell it. I heard last time it was 387,000 <laughs> we took to MK. And they missed, their last, they, they missed their penalty <laughs> later on. Yeah, oh, that was a great day out. What 8K was, to MK, wasn't it? What was the score? 2-1. 2-1, yeah. 2-1 we won. We were 2 up and they were down 10 men, I think, pretty yeah. much, and then they... They got one back and we kind of dozed off. To be fair to MK Dons, the one thing I will say for them in, in, in final conclusion... There's plenty of parking at their ground. Plenty of parking. 
there's a there's a good pub near the canal but also they will give you shit loads of bloody yeah. allocation that's because they've got any fans so I know that's not a good thing for a football team but Lincoln I said my mate's a Lincoln fan I th- he, he said they took about 7,000 yeah that's because that's they got no fans and they built a ground that was ridiculously big for their like 40 no I think there's 20,000 that could rise to 40,000 nice padded seats yeah. though Peter if only someone else thought of that oh hang on <laughs> well also away fans you don't use them anyway we talked about entertaining football clubs. We talked about a couple of teams, Rotherham. We talked about Peterborough yeah. and other sides. League Two, most of it's awful. Uh, we know it. We've been there. We know what it's like. There can't be too much We had a difference. lot of good times in League Two in ways. I, I do think the National League, Prem, and League Two has improved in its general standards. Yeah. I think you'd agree with that, would you, overall? However, overall, it's not that great. But however, again, the top of the table, there's some really good footballing sides. Yeah. Can I... Can I highlight the uh, what I think is the most entertaining thing in, in League 2 this season it's a scorer that's been mentioned quite a few times on the uh, I can't think of you the, mean uh, the WhatsApp group that we have about the yeah, top scorers like that. so Swindon in January had Owen Doyle who was on loan from, Brent, from Bradford never heard of him yeah. <laughs> and also Jerry Yates I think as well who was on loan from Rotherham Rotherham recall no Swindon, Bradford because they were like pissed off because Doyle was the top scorer in the league for Swindon recalled him then yeah. Yates was recalled by Rotherham as well. Hmm. And then Yates was re-loaned to them by Rotherham for some... Why they recalled him, I have no idea. And then having scored no goals in three games after 20... After 20-odd games, for, 20-odd goals for, for Swindon, having scored no goals in three games for Bradford, Owen Doyle was then re-sold by uh, Bradford to Swindon. And then the Bradford was just sacked anyway, so it, kind of, it was all a... <laughs> Oh, was, it, was he sold to Swindon? Yeah, he was sold, but only for the end of the season, I think, because I don't know quite what the deal so was. I just there. assumed it was a loan. I had no, I, I, that. I thought it was. A, I thought he was sold to them, Fair but to end of the season, which is a bit weird. Yeah, well, I mean, the situation in League 2 is Swindon the top, 63 from 33. Exeter, the same. They've, they've really pulled up, actually, in recent weeks. Crew 61 from 33. And in the playoffs, Plymouth, 60 from 32. Cheltenham, 30, uh, sorry, 54 32 Port Vale who have come from the very yeah, low the reaches they come from yeah they're in the real low reaches they're on 54 as well so they're joint fifth effectively from 34 Colchester 52 from 34 and just outside the playoffs have Northampton 52 with a game in hand in those teams from what I've heard and partly what I've seen Swindon are a very very good footballing side second place Exeter or a fairly good footballing side. They've been up there a lot recent last few yeah. years, and they've been um, in the playoffs, and they've been in around it. But apparently, they're really getting their shit together, and they they're looking a good side. Crew are a very good footballing side. Plymouth are quite a good footballing side. So are Cheltenham, Port Vale. I don't know. Colchester. Still like that flag there mm. in terms of like really doing well. Crew. Again, I'm not sure either of them are manager, right? To be honest, I'm not sure who manages either of these teams. It's David Artell, is it? It is Artell, yeah. is it? Rather yeah. than someone. Crew have done really well because they've been down the bottom six or so the yeah. last few seasons. Last thing we have a Cheltenham who have done really well. They've obviously mm. dropped a bit off the top three recently, but staying in the top seven is really impressive for them. So both of those teams have done really well because they've both been down bottom seven. Mm. Port Vale obviously don't come from nowhere. Um, have done really well. Is it John Arkley? Something like that. His name Askey. Askey. Is he the one who took Massasquatch up? To the That's right. Yeah. He's a good man. He's underrated. He's a good manager. He's yeah, decent. he took Macclesfield up and then went to Shrewsbury. Didn't do well at Shrewsbury and then That's dropped right. down again. That's right. Yeah. 
Mm. Um, Swindon, obviously, under uh, Thingy, who was at Barnsley. Um, Wellens. Wellens has done... Who's at Oldham? Oh, no, not Barnsley. Oldham and Doncaster, yeah. yeah. They've done well. I mean, that, um, that was interesting, because Wellens, after Oldham, I think it went off, it went, he went off the radar, and people thought it was yeah. a bit of a one-hit wonder scenario. But he's got them playing good football over an entire season. Yeah. They are really not all just about Doyle. Yeah. When Doyle was recalled for those three weeks, they carried on doing well with different players. I, I think probably, I would say, if I was to predict the winner of that league this time, I would say Plymouth, personally. Mm. Well, they're only three they, points off, aren't they? They've got Ryan Lowe. They had a number of those players. They nicked about two or three players off Berry, who won the league last season, including Berry's most important player, whose name I can't remember. May- Mayer, Danny Mayer? Danny Mayer, yeah. Yeah, I yeah. think he went to Swift Plymouth, didn't he? Yeah, he did, he did, yeah. Um, who was regarded as Barry's best player as they went up. They're only three points off top and they've they're been, four goals behind. Yeah, so they've been, that could change. They they've could, been yeah. in and around the top seven but not really close to hmm. the top three and they've had a really good run recently. I think crowds. they lost once not that long ago but they've, other than that they've won a lot of games and I think they're probably the favourites of the hmm. title. I think Twin will do it. I think Exeter will do it. I would say my prediction to miss out is crew which is harsh because they've been up there all season but... I but think if anyone's going to miss out, before would be there. They're first in line to drop into the playoffs, as it stands, aren't they, from the yeah. autos. Um, Plymouth, actually, I, 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 again, one of a number of clubs I like. I like Plymouth. I did have an Yeah, I've got a very good relationship with Plymouth overall, haven't we? Kind of, we've been well, back and forth a lot. Kind of like, don't know, Fans United. Yeah, exactly. We're what's his name? Then. Forgive us if we don't remember it. can't um, remember, to be honest. But, but it was a Plymouth fan, for anyone that's was. listening. Who suggested but we've also been there in their time and as well and supported them yeah. to be, as well. So they, they had, a, I think, a 16-year-old at the time who, in dial-up internet era, suggested that we um, have a, <laughs> a Fans United day and it took up uh, the idea. It was the first of many Fans United days, um, transformed a number of clubs and I think it was, it was a great day. It, it's a great day for camaraderie amongst football fans. So yeah. I have a great deal of affection for Plymouth. I had an entertaining exchange with a fat guy in the opposite stand when we played them one year. I think it was an entertaining tool draw. There was someone giving it the big one, and I reciprocated. I'm ashamed of myself, Peter, I have to say. But I quite enjoyed it at the time. It was a, I stayed for the weekend. I had a whole lobster to myself. With him? Not with him, no, no. With my wife staring on in disgust. She's allergic to them, unfortunately. And uh, we had a great time. It's a good way of avoiding sharing food. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But Plymouth, I like Plymouth, I like Plymouth. Looking below them, <laughs> sorry, looking below them, in fifth place, Cheltenham, 54, Port Vale, and then Colchester. So we've mentioned a bit about Port Vale. Cheltenham have gone under the radar a bit. They're yeah, so I think their manager's done a really good job, whoever that is. They, they score a few goals, so do Colchester, don't they? Yeah, Colchester have been quite the tone since they've been down that division, I don't I don't know who their manager is either. Is it still John McGreal or is it someone else? Uh, I can't remember. I think it's someone else, to be honest, but um, I can't remember who. But okay, I'm, not, look, I'm look, definitely not Googling these facts Well, looking at the, um, the goal score... The other manager is Michael Duff, who has a, a player for yes, a long Yes, that's it. Time. Michael Duff, Michael Duff. Um, not Duff Beer. Top, top of the table, Swindon have scored the most goal... No, Crew... Oh, it's John McGreal still. John McGreal, OK. Crew have scored the most goals this season, 60. Swindon, 57. Plymouth... 53, second place Exeter, 50. Then you've got fifth place Cheltenham, 47, seventh place Colchester, 47, and Port Vale, oh sorry, Northampton in eighth have got 47, and then Port Vale have 46. So you're saying what, if the top eight have scored the most goals 
top eight most goals in the league. Surprise, is it? It's a bit like looking <laughs> at the um, the uh, Premier League table. What we didn't do and we should have done is look at the goal difference because you can always tell from the goal difference who's, who's the really shit teams. <laughs> We've been here all night <laughs> doing that. <laughs> Maybe we should look at the goal difference. <laughs> anyway, Northampton just outside the playoffs. Their goal difference behind. They score a few goals. They're not bad. Bradford. Another point behind. Forest Green, though, are five points yeah, further back. Yeah, a bit back. of a gap, so we jump to the we're bottom. Talking, we're talking Northampton and Bradford are the only, yeah. only teams. Yeah, yeah. So, looking through the table, we're talking a load of mid-table Stevens, teams. Stephen, as you're looking a bit... Uh... Forest Green Rovers, thumbs up on the green front, although they've run out of um, veggie burgers when we went there. Last season we went, tick off the 92. Salford City, first season in that division. They are definitely staying in that division. They're not going up, they're not going down. Fair play to them. Cambridge, nice club. Simon Rusk, maybe. We'll see. Walsall, up to 13th. They've been struggling, but fair play. Crawley, our only other Sussex team in the Football League or Premier League level. They're in 14th place, right in mid-table. Fair play to them, to be honest. Small club. Looking further down, you've got Grimsby. You've got, uh, of course, the man himself, Wally Holiday. As manager, Grimsby, bless him. Newport, Leighton Orient, first season back up, is that right? From the National Considering League? what happened last year, yeah, this is yeah. first season back up, and they've done really well. And our so. condolences about the whole yeah, job, that just was a number of things, right, horrible so things to go through. I saw his last game as Orient manager in the NFA trophy match. Yeah. In the or last game, as, as the I think, I think what you want at least is to stabilise in the division. Yeah, There's 16 done. points clear, that'll Considering be what happened with fine. them over the time, and they've done incredibly well to stay up at that yeah. point. I mean, some of their fans may not think so, but frankly, how any club could react to that, that's, yeah. that's just terrible. And then we come to the bottom seven. So you've got Oldham, a team that perennially seems to fluctuate with trouble. Um, they're on 37 points, so they're 15 clear of trouble. They're not in danger. Um, Richie Wellens was there before. They should have stuck with him, looking at how Swindon are doing. But they're one of those also rounds, aren't they? So is Scunthorpe, who were talking about getting a new stadium. Apparently they're staying where they are now. Well, they're, the, they're the first new stadium, didn't they? So they're kind of like 80s, overdue. Yeah, Glamford yeah. Park was the first new yeah. new stadium. It's not so new now. Um, I mentioned not the, not the Top 20 podcast earlier on. It's a great podcast. Both of those guys predicted Mansfield Town to get promoted based on yeah, previous season. Yeah, they had a dreadful had. season. They're 20th. They, got some, they, were, they, they were in with a chance of automatic promotion in the last game of the season last year. Didn't win promotion, didn't then get through the playoffs, sacked their manager, and have been disastrous ever since. Yeah, bad, bad decisions all round, not great, but they are still 13 clear. So they'll be fine, but it wasn't the season they were hoping for. Carlisle, I always think as a club that's got a lot more potential than their position suggests, they are goal difference behind Mansfield, so they're safe, but another disappointing season. Morecambe, third bottom. They have, they're in 22nd place. They have 30 points. This, I mean, they, they feel like the team that's always looking like yeah, they're going to get relegated. I, I mean, I've been to. I've been to their old ground, but uh, not to the new one. But I'm, so I always hope they go down, but they never do. No offence, Morgan fans. <laughs> it's just literally to I, do went it. On, I went on their website, but they got promoted and said congratulations as a fan of, I think we were a championship at the time, saying, you know, we don't forget our roots and we love League Two and we're really glad you're up there and enjoy it and everything else. Really good bunch of lads. I mean, this is Harry Morecambe's territory, isn't it? Or something. And uh, <laughs> he's got a statue there anyway. But they're a good club. They're very small. They've, they've probably got the smallest budget and they've certainly got the smallest fan base. 
in League Two or the whole of the EFL, they are eight points clear. And they've got probably an inferior goal difference should Stevenage catch them. But still, we're talking seven or eight points of safety there. They're probably going to survive Macclesfield. Players not being paid wages, all yeah, sorts the of mess. I mean, at the moment, issues. I would say Stevenage are looking almost certain to go down. But obviously, the, the issue is whether Macclesfield get fined more points or have issues like that. Yeah, if they get a points deduction, they're fucked. They already have one, one, so if yeah. they have more. And I think they did post have something postponed today that's still pending. Yeah, there, there was a suspended part and a full an actual part, yeah. and I think they've obviously they've, they've had issues since then. So it's. Well, they, they're currently second bottom. They're seven points clear with a vastly yeah. superior goal difference. They would be, yeah, because they've already had like yeah. six points to do to, to as well. So. Ahead of Stevenage, who are on their fourth manager of the season. They've brought Graham Wesley in for the 732nd time, I think. In their, in their life. It's like Barnett, isn't it? <laughs> it's crazy stuff. Still, sort of yeah. Thing, yeah. Um, and they're on to another manager. They're fourth of the season. They're seven points adrift. Not looking good, to be They've just built a new stand behind the goal, but... Ex-Albion. Well, Graham Wesley. Oh, no, uh, Steve... Who, who? New manager. Alex Ravel, isn't it? So. Oh, it's Ravel, isn't it? And apparently he's brought uh, Russell Slade in. Is mm. that right? As we were saying earlier, we're just, just lacking uh, George O'Callaghan and Bad Savage as uh, first-team coaches. We'll have a proper reunion and fun times. As well, you, you've got to have a moonwalker and um, a Miss gorgeous George as well. What more do you want? <laughs> um, so, so who's going to replace them, then? That's that's a big that's a big issue, isn't it? I mean, I couldn't really say. Who knows? Oh, you mean in terms of the national league, Peter? Yeah. Oh well, now you mentioned it. Well, we've got a few teams here. Um, there's one outstanding candidate. They've been top of the table all season. The screen has just disappeared, just as I'm talking about them. You mean Barrow? We're talking about Barrow. We've said Carlisle. Barrow. Barrow. <laughs> Carlisle are struggling. They've struggled more than they should. The news have done. that's going to shake up all 92 club members. Absolutely. Up maybe coming Barra, or at least all all ninety members in the in the south anyway. <laughs> well, Carlisle have done quite quite badly, but they've survived. Barrow, I get the impression they've got a similar fan base. They're quite a big club, even though they don't have any particular and heritage. They're currently sitting what? four points clear with a, a game in hand, looking pretty good. Were they in the league in the sixties? I think they were in the old days. Like yeah. That, yeah. So they they've got some heritage. When I were young. Yeah, our, our history. Yeah. They've 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 been they've been non-league. As it stands, 63 They've points. They've not even been a constant conference team, I don't think, or National League team, I don't think. That's right, they were in the Northern Premier League, yeah. Bob. But they're, they're top of the table by four points, 63 from 33. With a game in hand. Yes, game in hand it's, on it's Arrogate. North, the top three are very Northern-dominated, Arrogate and Halifax. Barrow, Arrogate, Halifax. 63, 59, 55. Add it. Don't call us, we'll call you. Arrogate <laughs> um, and Halifax are in what they call the... Premier the weird playoff, playoff positions, matches. so they get home advantage in the playoffs. No, they get to the, they get straight through an extra round. Oh, that's so it. the fourth to seventh play a, a knockout to then go and play away to third and second, oh, that's right. and so, then the finals between the winners of all of those. So as it currently stands, Barrow are top, and they get automatic promotion yeah. if they stay as they are. Harrogate and Halifax would automatically qualify for the semi final the playoffs. For the semi finals, where they would have home advantage. Yeah. And then 4th, 5th are home advantage over 6th, 7th in the quarter final of the playoffs. And those teams currently are Yeovil, only a point behind Halifax, Borehamwood, further two points back, Notts County, another point back on 51, who are goal difference and a, and a game in hand ahead of Solihull Moors on 51, who, by the way, sat Tim Flowers 
earlier in the season after he'd done phenomenally well. Yeah, they were doing well all season. They they had a, a drop off. They sacked him, and they've they've actually done better since. Ironically, they're now in the final playoff place on fifty one. He's done really well for them. They're not yeah. they're not a team that's expected to be top half at no, all. No, that's very. I odd. thought that was a disgraceful they, decision, to be honest. That is that's shocking. Yeah. The one I'd flag. My, with my limited knowledge of the conference, based on games in hand and the time and, and where they are in the league, it's Barnet who have got. A, it's still in the FA Va, FA Trophy, so nothing to do it, with your affiliation with the Barnet area, but <laughs> they have got been on decent run recently, and they've got games in hand. The issue is whether they've got a squad to deal with the games in hand, and they're still in the FA Trophy. Is that so, why they had the games in hand? Yeah, the FA partly that, partly postponements. Yeah. as well. So, 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 so just to clarify, Solihull are in the final playoff position on fifty-one. Bromley. Goal difference behind them, but they played a game more, 51. Dover, 50. Stockport, 50. Woking, 48, who were flying high earlier in the season. Yeah. Hartlepool, 47. And Barnet, 46. So just to contextualise that, they're five off the playoffs. But they've played at least two games three, less. Three games in hand. Around, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so they're, they're they looking more They played two less than Dover, but everyone else, they played at least three games yeah. less. And beyond that, Sutton are four points back. So Torquay, just below Sutton. Sorry times for them, former league club. But they, they are up from, sat from Conference South last season. So that's true, that's true. So it's better than uh, it was. The only other stuff to mention in the National League is that um, Aldershot and other league team are struggling, so are Wrexham, Chesterfield. But, um, and, and Chorley, the bottom team, are going to go down. Chorley, Chorley are going down. <laughs> Sorry, that was awful. That, 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 was, that was the joke true. I already made. I know, I that's know. Exactly it was said. worse when I said it, wasn't it? Yeah, because you've read it twice, for a second I didn't hear it, and then I started saying it, and then I looked at your face. It was, it was terrible. Anyway, so not your face, the joke. Um, <laughs> or both. Six points You can ahead. tell we're at the third show tonight now. <laughs> six points ahead of Chorley, and six points from safety have filed. They were a team fancied to be in amongst it. That's the big surprise. In they the lost the Pelfan last year, yeah. Mm. Danny, Rowe, Danny Rowe, is he still there? No, he, he got sold to Oldham, I think. Did he? And he's done nothing since. There we go. Classic non-league uh, prediction for the uh, scorers that he was. But well, that brings us almost to the end of the podcast. We've just got two things remaining. A, yes. Uh, one pre- preview of the Sheffield United game at the weekend. Yes. And the answers you've been waiting for. Yeah. What's first, Russ? Let's do the preview first, shall we? Okay, Sheffield United. We're, we're recording this on Monday night. We've got Sheffield United away Saturday. Ooh, it's going to be tricky, isn't it? I'm, I'm delusionally confident that we can get a draw. Peter, what's your view? Bournemouth got close, obviously, so it's, it's doable. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm not comfortable predicting anything under the feet, because obviously they are like doing really well, and it's like, yeah. Hmm. But, on the other hand... Yeah, we're doing. We can. We've got results away from home. Maybe haven't quite matched what we could have got. So, maybe yeah. we're due a result that we don't deserve. That we can yeah. get a win or something. Nick a win or something. Like that. That's what I'm hoping. Yeah, yeah. I'm uh, not. I'm not comfortable. No, I, I think we could maybe get a draw if a player can't try. It's going to be tough. Their home record isn't as good as their away record. However. A draw there is still pretty good, isn't it? I'd, I'd be glad with a draw, there's no question about it. I, I, I think I'd even take the defeat if we could get the win against Palace. I'd take three for next two, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 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 Um, you're going to talk about your competition, aren't you? Do you want me to guess 
Yeah, how have you got? So before I so just to clarify, the competition is last season. It's not competition. No one's going to win nothing, by the way. Sorry, not competition. Clarify. Just a little quiz for you listeners. Have you thought of the answers? Have you got them right? From like about two shows ago. (laughs) (laughs) One show ago. Just to recap the question, in case you haven't heard it or you've forgotten what it is, because we've been talking for so long. (laughs) Waffling on, yeah. Uh, Speak for yourself. I've been drinking on. Anyway, um, it, so it was 10 teams with unique last names last season. Is that right? Yeah. And we're not counting AFC Wimbledon as Wimbledon. Yeah. yeah. So, can I first say, Athletic is not one of them, because no. you've got Charlton and Oldham. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm currently safely on zero at the moment. I'm, can I start? Can I go for Yeah. Athletic? Right, so Plymouth Argyle. Yeah, one. Burton Albion? No. No? Because Brighton weren't in the... It's irrelevant. What? It's another Albion. Who's the other Albion? What, we talked about them earlier. Burton. Championship promotion race, we talked about them earlier. Oh, who am I? Who am the I top of that race. Oh, oh, them, them. Oh, the original Albions, yeah. Exactly. I was just testing him to see if he was paying attention. So, as, as I already knew, there's no Albions in this. There's no Athletics. There's no A's at all, probably, apart from Argyle. <laughs> so, so we've got Argyle, Alexandra, of course, Alexandra, yeah. Alexandra. We have, we don't have Crystal Palace because they're Premier League, so I'm still safely on two. I've got eight. You seem to be saying as many teams we don't have as we don't have. <laughs> <laughs> um, what else? Have we got? last season. Well, we've got Accrington Stanley, of course. Who were they? I don't know. Exactly. Um, three out of ten. How long do I get? How many awkward pauses are we allowed on this? I mean, you need to hurry up a little. We've had like about two hours already. <laughs> okay, let me let me quickly steam through this right now. What else have I got? Um, not an awful lot to be honest. Um, Should I to read the answers? Um, give give me five or six more seconds, and then we can go with it. Yeah. So we've got Crew Alexandra, Plymouth Argyle, Accrington Stanley. Stanley. Uh, no, I can't think of any more. Cool, so the answers yeah. are in no particular order other than the ones I got them in Preston North End, ah. Sheffield Wednesday, of course. Crew Alexandra, mm-hmm. Accrington Stanley, mm-hmm. Aston Villa, ah. because they were in the yes, Championship course, last season. Of course, of course. Plymouth Argyle, Nottingham Forest, MK Dons, Boo. Queen's Park Rangers, <laughs> and Port Vale. Ah, there we go, there we go. So there you have it, people. You have, uh, yeah, I've been part of that knowledge. Go spread it around the country. <laughs> the 10 teams in, who were in the Football League last year, and if you talk about this year, you can add in Orient and take out Villa, I think is the... Something like that. Is that yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. I've not actually looked at it for this year, but you can definitely do those two things. And there might be more changes, I don't know. There's another quiz question I thought of, which we're going to do for next time. I look forward to it. I'm not going to tell you what it is yet. Because I have a whole week to think about it's it then. It's enticingly good. 
Anyway, that's it for episode something or other. I think it's 10. Yeah, We've lost episode count. 27 for the night. <laughs> so, hope you enjoyed it. If you didn't, we apologise. But if anyway, then bugger off. It is what it is. <laughs> if you didn't, why are you still listening, to be honest? Um, <laughs> exactly. It's been a quite a long time. Why are you still listening? You should have gone home months ago. <laughs> anyway, enjoy, enjoy. It's good night from him. And it's good night from me. Good night. Let's have a bit more music, shall we? Adios. Remember this as well, Peter. Do you remember this? This is definitely oh, yeah. goal of the month, isn't yeah, it? This is goal of the month. All day long. Match of the day classic. <laughs> okay, desist with the singing. I'm sure this predates Gary Lineker. It may well do, it yeah. Might do, it might do, it might do. Here it happens. Here we go. Oh, that's a long time ago. Let's listen in. Let's listen in. It's just beauty. They didn't do the lyrics, I just no. remember. I think they stopped it enough now, it's just kind of off. Let's zone down. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Adios. Sports Social Podcast Network. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.